the college football experience, New Mexico State Aggies 2023 season preview episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Networks, brought to you by our very own Patreon. Score exclusive perks and content available only to our patrons at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. Once again, that is sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. And remember, as always, folks, to let it ride. This is Jerry Glanville, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, brother. Episode. I'm excited. You know I'm excited because on this very show a year ago, I called for a bowl game. They locked up the over in New Mexico State. Some chuckled, some <laughs> laughed, some called me a fucking idiot, and that was one. If you're watching on YouTube, the guy right across from me, we're gonna get to it. Perhaps you're wondering just who you are listening to. Well, my name is Colby Swinging Database Dan, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I want this pilot. I want. It's a matter of national security. I smoke and I drink and. Um... I don't have stress and I'm healthy. I'm very healthy at knowing the, the sweet old game of football, college football. Woo! When I'm making, when I'm, when I'm calling for Kansas to make a bowl, laughed at. When I'm calling for New Mexico State to make a bowl, laughed at. <laughs> Dundee knows a thing or two about a thing or two. I am I mean, joined by my co-host who who faded. That thought, actually, I don't think you fail. I don't know if you. I think you I might think have took I the took over. the over. Yeah, but, but bowling. You, yeah, when you have three good Power Five road teams at Minnesota, at Wisconsin, at Auburn or at uh, Missouri, rather. And on this your team schedule. should have beat Nevada. They should have had one more win. And but, they had a game canceled. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Unbelievable. Have, they should have won the goddamn national championship. <laughs> all right. I am joined by my co-host. Give it up for former former JMU Duke defensive back, the burrito eating. Side line kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing. Patty C in the place to be. Hi, yeah, buddy. All right, Jerry kills a football guy, buddy. No, Jerry Kill is a great coach, and that was best mascot in college football. Incredibly uh, impressive performance last year. Consider what they. I mean, also on the schedule, Liberty. Oh. To Liberty whom? Hugh Freeze, who you think is uh, the the next? Uh, you, you you already said he's the next Lombardi. Well, apparently uh, Auburn does, but they they faced him last year, and they're going to face him this year. Maybe Jerry Kill has Hugh Freeze's number. We'll see. Thirty five point win in Lynchburg. Yowza! No, 
I mean, well, Hugh Freeze is at is at Auburn. Now. Well, it was a thirty-five yeah. point win on Lynch, Lynchburg last year. Whew, That's I mean, a cross-country tip to whoop a good team's butt. Jerry Kilt. Well, uh, career-wise, let's take a peek and see if this should have been anticipated. To see if he's a fucking legend. Yes, I he mean, is. Saginaw Valley State. Are we getting to this part? Or are we jumping the gun here? No. Saginaw Valley State. Uh, State. Some good years. Sixty-four, seventy-three, seventy-three, nine and two, ninety-two. He improved there every single year, or st- yeah. or held steady. Uh, Emporia State uh, improved both years, five and six, six and five. Um, then he got hired away to Southern Illinois, the Salukis. This is a great uh, turnaround, right yeah. here. One and ten, four and eight, ten and two, ten and two, nine and four, nine and four, twelve and two. Hello. And then he goes to Northern Illinois. What does he do in Northern Illinois, Patty C? Improves every year. Yes, and then he goes to Minnesota. Minnesota was ass before him. All right. Yep. Three and nine, year one. Six and seven. Eight and five. Eight and five. Four and three. And he has the health issues. So yeah, held, uh, improved or held steady every year there. Yeah, dude, I'm telling you, the health issues. I really feel like uh, put a a cold wet blanket on his career a little bit. Yeah. Because what was he having like uh, like epileptic seizures or whatever kind of seizures they were Uh, on the sidelines? I told you to buy it. He's I best friends with Gary Patterson. I just thought you were being a little bullish there, but apparently you were f- completely dialed you, you in. You know who was Gary Patterson's best man in the wedding? In his wedding? Jerry Kill. Jerry fucking Kill. Damn. All right. Well, there you go. That's Jeez. a coaching uh a coaching wedding party right there. Yeah, and he had three seizures in in October of, of 2005. He had kidney cancer. He had all these things and he battled through it. Just like his teams are battling through all these all this bullshit. I was on the over and I will not go quietly into the night. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, I gotta give you props. That was a great call. Yeah. Uh that that's was, that's a Lance Leipold level uh pull right there. I mean, I called for a bowl, both of those teams. Yep. And dude, I with Kansas, I was like laughed off. I was doing a radio show where they like they were like, don't have this guy back. <laughs> and then and then I got a little apology text a few months later. Um, but yeah, I mean, what a great, what a great season, and and I would make the case like I remember watching that Nevada game. They lose by nine, but that was because the offense. They should have won that game. Let's also put in context the history of New Mexico football as to why last year's seven and six season was so special. They had had, they've gone to a bowl twice in the history of their program. Well, before or, Jerry Kill once. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So one year correction. They made the sun bowl in 1935 Uh, or actually 1960 was the last time they made it. So since 1961, they had only made it once. Um, And you know, really most of the years, let me, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm going back here until 2003, they've had two winning seasons in the last 20 years. One of those being what Jerry killed did last year. Most of the season one, one, two or three wins. So Look, that was special for well, a first year. And like, like to me, the Nevada and UTEP games got away from them. I thought they were in those games, but really, it's easy to see a tide turn after the bye week on October eighth. So they were basically one and five. And I think people thought, Colby, you're a fucking idiot, right? <laughs> yeah, they were struggling out the gate. Ever since then, they went what six and one to close the season, and get this. Most of those were by double digit points. Now there's a lot of shitty teams in there, but there's also Bowling Green was a bowl team. Liberty was Liberty won at Arkansas last year. And they went into Liberty and won by 35. Buddy. 
Yeah, that is super, uh, super incredible. Uh, you know, going back here, uh, this team. What was I looking at here? This is the best first year of any coach in uh, New Mexico State history. Uh, I'm telling you, the Pac-12 should at open the invite right now. How old is Jerry Kill? How many years he got? He's 61. He can do another okay, 10 years. A, here. a ton of tread on. He can those do tires. a fuck another 10 years here, man. Let's go. You know, he kind of looks like a, uh, a a gopher. So maybe Minnesota was a, a better fit, but let's get that uh, mustache that growing. He built that city. Yeah. Um, we're going to talk all about it. We're going to talk about New Mexico State's offense, defense, special teams, how they did in the transfer portal, and then we're going to go game by game on the schedule. I'm super excited to talk about this Aggie team. Uh, Patty C, just the best mascot, I think, in college football. Uh, the guy with the mustache with two pistols. Yeah. Fucking phenomenal. And um, something about them. I'm just going to go ahead and say, Pick Dundee, this is one of Pick Dundee's favorite teams. New Mexico State. Yeah. Top I five favorite it. team. Top five favorite team. Let's well, you go. couldn't pick a bigger underdog and top five favorite the team. The payoff has they been do huge. it right, baby. As a better, you got to like that too. They do it right. Uh, we're going to talk about the stadium too. We got Michael Barker here. Uh, we're going to dive into an interview we did about his experiences to Las Cruces. But before we do all that, I want to tell you that the college football experience, New Mexico State Aggies 2023 season previews brought to you by. The Sports Gambling Podcast Patreon. Yes, do your part in the war against corporate gambling and sign up for the SGP Patreon. There's a ton of exclusive content, contests, and merch just for our patrons, plus a monthly SGP Stories Podcast and an ad free, uncensored show highlighting the best stories from decades of B and D gens. There is even a Discord channel for the just for the Patreon. So uh, Sports Gambling Podcast Patreon is a great way to score exclusive per- perks and, uh, you know, support us because. Come on, we've been rocking in the free world for a while, man. Yeah. Uh, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. And remember, as always, to let it ride. All right, we are back on the college football experience. New Mexico State Aggies 2023 season preview. Patty C, a year ago, let me just key, key in on what he did a year ago that I think helped. I think he was very wise to the portal. And the, the depth on this team, when you see some of these returning starters, are returning players, not even starters, are players he brought in via the portal. So mm. I'm going to actually hit you with what he did in 2022 coming into his first year that I thought I was so bullish on them. He brought in defensive end Noah Arinzi uh, 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 from Oklahoma. This was uh, during the 2022 cycle. His yeah, first when year. he first gets hired, oh, yeah. he brings in an Oklahoma transfer, he brings in a Michigan corner in Andre Seldon, right? Mm hmm. He also brings in a uh, a Miami Ohio corner in Makai Miller, a TCU running back in Amani Watkins, right? A Murray State transfer in Isaiah Reed, a Southern Utah transfer uh, on the all line Cannon Yarrow, uh, a Dotmouth transfer in JJ Jones at the tight end spot. Um, he then goes out and, and to me, I would say the big ones with the two Michigan guys, a a running back from TCU. But then, so that was why I was bullish. I thought, man, he kind of, he kind of did a good job in the portal. Well, I am trying to get this pulled up, but I am looking at 24 seven. And I could tell you that, you know, their, their, their stats are a little, you know, unreliable at times, but they went from 151 in the national t- talent composite in 2021 to number 127 in, uh, in 2022. So right there you jump what about 20, 24 yeah. spots. Yeah. And I look for them to make that jump because 
He did it again. I think, I think he won it. Now he did lose a couple players that you like, but before I get to that, let me talk about what they lost. Quarterback Keegan Heckman is gone. He's in the portal. Hasn't landed anywhere yet, but this one hurts a little bit here. Cornerback Cyrus du- uh, Dumas heads out to UTSA. The Roadrunners meet meep. That's tough. Uh, I think William Thomas at the offensive tackle spot to UNLV. Dumas was uh, what? Not that many. Uh, oh no, he had forty-seven tackles, fourth yeah. on the team in tackles. That yeah. does hurt. Uh, offensive tackle William Thomas goes to UNLV. Uh, then they lost linebacker Nick. Giacalone. Not yeah. too bad. Yeah. Kicker Brett Money. Always great to have a money kicker. <laughs> yeah. And uh, that, that's going to that sting one. a little bit. Punter yeah. Josh Carlson, one of the best punters in the nation, Patty C. Jumps out to Arizona State. Oof. Um, and cornerback Xavier Guyton. God. Painful. But here's why I think they won the portal. Ready for this? Off- yeah. Offensive tackle Jacob Golden from Boise State. Tight end Tyler Devera from Stony Brook, right? Yep. Eastern Illinois safety Jordan Vincent. Little FCS, couple FCS guys. There you go. Uh Wyoming cornerback Keontae Glinton. I like that get. Arizona defensive lineman Dion Wilson. Projected starter. Anytime you can get someone to transfer from a rival onto your roster, that's a win. Yeah, it's true too. Uh, but uh, you know, getting uh, getting Deion Wilson. Deion Wilson line? was from where? Arizona. Arizona. Okay. Campbell safety. And this is a four-star transfer get right here. Campbell has been recruiting really good with Mike Minter. Miles Rouser coming in. Uh, so that's a nice get. And then huge get here. Quarterback Eli Stowers, four-star from Texas A&M. Buddy. That's huge. That's absolutely fucking I mean, they're, gigantic. They're getting it from both borders. You got a, yeah. a, a power five in Arizona giving you one. You got a power five in Texas and I'm giving you one. I find, I thought that get was absolutely gigantic. Um, and, and I, that's why I think they won the portal. I think Glinton will, will, will see some action starting uh, or at least, you know, I don't know about for sure starting, but he'll get, he'll get action at the corner spot. Dion Wilson, I think will be starting on the defensive line from, from Arizona miles rouser. Uh, I think could could get some serious burn uh, the Campbell transfer, and then when you add Eli Stowers to it and an offensive tackle from Boise, Patty C. And then there's two other FCS guys that are kind of mystery players to me. I I think uh, they won the transfer portal. I mean, it sounds like it. It sounds like they, uh, you know, have drastically improved. I, I know that they got a uh, a big time recruit. Uh, who is it? Uh, Jamari Button, who had played. Uh, Football with Selden, who you had mentioned as the uh, Michigan def- defensive back transfer. Yeah, they brought uh, in a couple Michigan guys a year ago. Uh, I'm telling you, I like, I, I really like what he did. And uh, well, let me let me rattle off real Penn quick. Penn State transfer was button. Recruiting wise, I guess it's been he's he's holding steady. Well, uh, back in um, if I have this correct, uh, 2021 they were 112, uh, then 108, 113. So, you know, I guess he's, he hasn't really improved drastically recruiting, but I guess if you can hold steady and well, recruiting, if, if you can bring in four stars in the portal yeah, and then drastically improving the portal. Then that's a, that's a t- ticket to uh, improving your talent overall. Now uh, offensively a year ago, remember they started out just terrible, but they were uh, what? 81st in uh, scoring offense, 56 in rush offense, 119th in passing offense uh, and 108th in total offense. 
And what year was that? That was 2020. No, that's oh. year one of Jerry kill. Okay. Right? Uh, so I think they're going to take Solid a step running forward. game 56, but yeah, the, yeah, the I say 56, I said 56. Right. Yeah. And then uh, uh, the offense returns pretty much everybody. I'm curious though, if stout Eli Stowers or Stowers uh, ends up being the starting quarterback. I know Di- Diego Pavia played pretty solid, especially as the season went along out the gate. He struggled, but brand new offense. I am very curious. I know uh, Pavia also can run a little bit too. Um, so it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, Pavia, there. you're right. You know, he, he, he secured the job, uh, you know, pretty, pretty with three touchdowns uh, running and passing in the bowl game. But um, so that, after, like you mentioned, a rough start, uh, does seem like he shored up the job. Well, I didn't get Stowers stats though, so let me dive into that, and we'll see if there's a. I, I haven't heard much about the competition there, so. Um, I think he almost started though at uh, at A uh, and M. Okay. So. Uh, well, that's a that's a pretty. Uh, they were recruiting just ridiculously. So uh, I, I think it's a, it's a, this is a win. It's a win to me. It's going to be interesting to see because it's going to be like, if you want more of the throwing quarterback, I think he's your guy, but Pavia, you know, it's kind of a, kind of a, kind of a player, man. Kind of like, 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 like a, re- like a wrestler playing a quarterback spot, well, six foot 200. So not exactly a, uh, you know, big guy, but uh, mobile. Sowers, you said was a uh, four star. Yeah, I guess he didn't get any PT though. Last yeah, year, didn't get any PT. A four star quarterback is a game changer at a place That's like New Mexico saying, State. Dude. Six That's four two fifteen. You gotta love from it, old man. Denton, Texas, to steal that right out from uh, the Aggies and North uh, <laughs> North Texas. You gotta like that. Gotta man. love it, and uh, yeah. So uh, the running back spot, Star Thomas. Star Thomas is back, buddy. Uh, look, I think you gotta you gotta like what Thomas did a year ago. It's good for 518 yards, leading rusher. That was a JUCO, remember? And they also brought in Jamani Jones before, but they still have Jamani Jones, and they also have the TCU transfer Amani Watkins. So that's uh, including Pavia. They're four leading rushers coming back. Yeah, and I think uh, Watkins. Remember, he was a TCU transfer, but he's he could play six point four yards per rush. That 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 works. And then the wide receivers, two of three back. Jonathan Brady and Cordell David are both back, buddy. Uh, Reggie Reggie Ackles is one that they're going to try to get into the mix, um, buddy. I'm bullish on this offense. Their tight end was second team all independent a year ago. Thomas Whitford, he's back. And the entire no four or five on the offense line back. Sorry, four or five. Jacob Golden, the Boise State transfer, penciled in to be the fifth starter, though. Yeah. So, in a way, you could say bringing back five, right? Yeah. Uh, buddy, I, I'm just bullish. I think this offense is going to improve. I think you saw it as the season prolonged that they got better and better because they struggled at the gate. I'm telling you, the offense, jump on it. Tim Beck, uh, you know, in his first year. I guess it doesn't really count because he was uh, offensive coordinator. He was the head coach at Pittsburgh State. Yeah, for from, 15 years he was OC, but then got a nice what? Like he was 82 and 35 of head coach of Pittsburgh State. Yeah, so the guy's got some long-term coaching chops, uh, running offenses, and the fact the that gorillas, the, I believe Pittsburgh State. That's, that's right. Their name. That's yeah. right. So they they went from what two and ten to seven and six, a five-win jump in year one with him. You know, running the offense. Yeah. Um, I would assume that we're going to see another jump this year. I would assume that too. And then, like, when you look at the defensive side of the ball, Patty C, 
we didn't talk about that. We're, we needed to highlight this because uh, not bringing back nearly as much here. But Nate Drilling coming in year one. This is another Pittsburgh State guy, by the way, right? Yeah. I mean, let's. We need to talk about this year one. Yeah. Uh, twenty nineteen, he left, and then he went Oregon, Southeast Missouri, and now now New Mexico State. But we need to talk about this year one because th- their defense was ass the year before, right? Yeah. Comes in forty six scoring defense, sixty fourth in rush defense, sixteenth in pass defense, charting at the number twenty nine defense in America. Pretty darn Woo! impressive. That's getting it done. No, just out of curiosity, I want to see where they were. The year before, number one twenty six. So he jumped ninety seven spots in his first Buddy, year. I told you. I tried to tell you. <laughs> uh, Dreeling is that how it's pronounced? Maybe that's a name that needs to be on our radar moving forward. I mean, pretty fucking impressive. So here's what's interesting. But how much of that do you attribute to Jerry Kill? A uh, lot of it. Yeah. I but mean. uh, buddy, the the defensive line returns two of four, right? Did Jerry Kill actually was offensive and defensive coach, but. Most of his uh, time seems. Buddy, to have if, been. I'm sorry if you're the best man in Gary Patterson's wedding. I'm gonna say you fucking know defense. You yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Uh, buddy, Sterling Webb back at the defensive tackle spot. They brought on Deion Wilson at the other at the other nose guard spot. Uh, they're excited about that. I also know they like uh, Isaiah Reed. So a little bit of depth there. They are breaking in redshirt freshman uh, Nick uh, Nikhil Webb Walker at the defensive end spot. Um, and once again, they do that three three five Patty C. So breaking in brand new linebackers, but one of them was a Penn State transfer. That's always good. Oh, yeah. uh, they've had a lot of good linebackers over the years. Um, Gabe Patterson and, and Keyshawn Elliott, Tyler Martinez, and Jamari Budden, as uh, as we alluded to earlier. So it's going to be fun to watch the progression with the linebackers. I think that's probably the, the area you circle though with the inexperience. The secondary. Andre Andre Seldon's back at the corner spot. What is the that's what I'm seeing him listed as NB Nickelback Nickelback. Okay, yeah. I should know that. Struggling over here. Struggling. Huh? NB. Yeah. I just not something I, I'm used to see. I, I just used to seeing that as a, a third corner. But yes, I guess NB is. Well, no, I'm not seeing him at the Nickelback. I'm seeing Devlin Kirkland here as the Nickelback. Andre Seldon as the Q, uh, cornerback one is what I'm seeing for okay. this upcoming Hello. year. Uh, Dylan early also back at the free safety spot. They are breaking in another s- uh, strong safety in JJ Durville that they're excited about. Uh, they have an Eastern Illinois transfer as we alluded to coming in Jordan Vincent at the, the safety spot as well. Uh, Nickelback though, Devlin Kirkland, Patty C uh, some sec- some, 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 some questions on the defense, but damn, if I'm not impressed by year one and I don't just yet another team in the three, three, five. Yeah. yeah. I mean, G- Gary Patterson's, you know, influence. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Kicker, punter. Their, their punter was actually with the team. He just wasn't their starting punter. And he's back. Uh so kicker and punter are back, even though they lost their best punter. So Patty C. And they enter the conference USA. We should talk about that too, because uh, A, we're gonna see a shit ton of New Mexico State weeknight games, which that's Woo. what we've been wanting to. I'm clapping youtube.com slash the college experience. Yeah. We've been wanting that for so long. And it seems like this conference USA is listening to us. It's a brand new thing. I I think you make the argument the schedule gets easier because of them joining the conference. So uh, I'm loving what's going on, and they could have potentially get to an FCS playoff. I mean, not an FCS, an FBS playoff game with a 12 team playoffs because it's going to be the highest highest uh, rated group of five. It's a long road. Well, if they run the table for the CUSA to get there, but it, it has happened a few times. I mean, I guess if you look at the well, when Western Michigan did it, come yeah, on, same the day. history of uh, what the, what did they call that? The New Year's Six or the yeah, New Year's yeah, Six, New Year's Bowls. Yeah, 
then that was, yeah, there would be occasionally a Mac team and Mac's not very different than the current CUSA. I, I was going to ask you that. I think the CUSA is better than the Mac. Do you comparable comparable? I mean, if I were to take a look at the CUSA teams on the high end, Jacksonville state, depending won on at how Florida they state are two years ago, yeah, depending on uh, how Jacksonville state does, but I think Liberty's probably as a program better than any team in the Mac right now. Definitely. Although Toledo pretty good. A lot of the no, time, they're not better than Liberty. No, they're not. Yeah. Uh, but how about this? This is where they beat the Mac. Jamie Chadwell, Jerry Kill, Rich Rodriguez. Jamie Chadwell. Yeah. Jerry Kill, Rich Rodriguez, Rick Stockstill. Some good coaches. I, I know mean, you got Chris Crichton and uh in the Mac and I don't know if there's any other uh, you coaches. You ain't gonna beat those though. Jerry Kill was hired as a Big Ten coach. You know, Jamie Chadwell turned down Georgia Tech. Yeah. Yeah. I mean those Rich Rodriguez almost won a national or played in a national championship. So yeah, I agree. I would Mike say McIntyre from a coaching standpoint, two time coach of the year at FIU or at uh, San Jose state in Colorado, not quite on the other levels, but uh, from an award standpoint, higher than any I of those coaches. Those levels. You think so? Yeah. We'll see how he does moving forward. But either way, I mean, he overachieved like shit too in year one. <laughs> yeah. Conference USA. In other words, not a whole lot. It certainly not a whole lot worse than the Mac, but potentially better, potentially better. Oh, Sam Houston state. I mean, they won an FCS national championship. We saw how JMU did. Sam I'm Houston not trying state. to take shots on the Mac here. I think it's still a, a solid football conference, but I think uh CUSA may be getting a little slept on here based on the upside of some of these teams. Well, yeah, they're in Texas, Louisiana, uh, <laughs> Tennessee, New Mexico, uh, Kentucky, <laughs> Florida, <laughs> Louisiana. Yeah. yeah. All Virginia. over the place. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, look, we're gonna get to game by game on the schedule, but your boy Dundee is super excited to uh, to do that. But before we do that, I want to tell you that the college football experience, New Mexico State Aggies 2023 season previews, brought to you by uh, good old Underdog Fantasy. Yes, the NFL season is right around the corner, and Underdog Pickem is a great way to get down on a ton of NFL player props, and it's available in a ton of different markets. Perhaps you know you don't have legalized gambling there. That's the old quarterback sneak. You can do this. Uh, plus, plenty of opportunities Hello. to win in their daily MLB contest. And of course, make sure you enter their best ball mania where they give away $3 million in, uh, you know, for first place. Head on over to underdogfantasy.com. Use that promo code SGPN for 100% deposit bonus up to $100. Once again, that's underdogfantasy.com. Promo code SGPN. And folks, this isn't part of the script. CUSA is playing a shit ton of weekday games. They do a great job of doing college football player props where I've never seen that anywhere else out there for the weeknight games. They do that. So you're going to love it. If you're a New Mexico state fan or any CUSA fan or Mac fan, hop on over get there, get your fix of yeah. football and get your fix of CUSA football. underdog fantasy promo code or underdogfantasy.com promo code SGPN. All right. We are back on the college football experience. And if you're watching on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience, um, you see the sweet graphic by cam Kerr here. Win total sitting at five and a half. Don't insult me. I'm just gonna <laughs> say that right now, P- Patty C. Well, immediately you go from three Power Five road trips. That's what to I was about one. to say. The schedule is way better this year. <laughs> Easier. Yes. Yep. And presumably you get a 13th game because it won't get canceled. Hopefully. Yes, you get a 13th game because you're playing at Hawaii. Yeah. And you one of the uh, smart teams in college football that's taking advantage of that yeah. gold nugget that's available to everyone. So you're getting 13 games and you tell me five and a half. I'm gonna go ahead and say I'm locking this. 
Now let's see. Let's go game by game. I feel very good about this. Isn't is is New Mexico State the only team taking advantage of that thirteen? Might be. Yo, they're the only smart. They're the only team that's taking football seriously right now. You know, I agree. I mean, or, or only only small team that's trying to climb. Yeah, Pat, let's get into it. Yeah, week zero. And, I mean, and they play a week zero game, which is great. Um, they are hosting UMass, the Minutemen, Don Brown. They played UMass a season ago, I believe, right? And they, they went up to the McGurk and won by double digits. Boom. Now they got to come to Las Cruces in August. It's gonna be hot as shit. It is gonna be hot, buddy. It ain't happening. Yeah, that's those, a those win. boys from Hyannis Park aren't gonna be able to handle that Roswell heat. One and zero, and then the Leathernecks, great name, one of yeah. the best names, the Leathernecks of Western Illinois. Who also a long trip. Yeah, buddy, they were zero and eleven last year. Two and zero, two and zero. I'm telling you, lock this up already. Now they go to Liberty, where Jamie Chadwell's the new head coach. So you never know. Uh, it's gonna be like, but New Mexico State did win by thirty some points at Liberty a year ago with their old coach who had been, you know, pretty darn successful for a number of years. I can't honestly lean. I, th- I think we got to say Liberty because I think, I think the talent level at Liberty and the way they've been able to pay in the NIL era, that was the second to last game of the season. I mean, that was, that was November 26th. So for that most was before teams, freeze left though, but he had, I think kind of checked out cause that, that thing fell off a cliff for Liberty at the end of the year. Um, but you know, New Mexico state did their job. It's probably going to be a close game, but it's in Lynchburg. I'll give it to Liberty. I'll give it to Liberty too. Two and one, and then the back to back away as they take on. They head to Albuquerque. Rivalry game. What do we call this rivalry again? The uh, Rio Grande. Uh, Rio Grande rivalry. Yeah. Get some of that sweet. New Mexico is just a fucking beautiful state. Yeah. I could live in New Mexico. Um, Patty C. We did the New Mexico Lobo preview. We took New Mexico State. Yeah. Three and one. Buddy, what the hell am I missing? The win total is five and a half. They play thirteen games. Now they head to the chain complex. Bring your membership to take on Hawaii on the island. This is a tough one. I think New Mexico State's better. I think you're probably right. I think back to back road on a long trip out to Hawaii is probably tough. I think back to back back road. Yeah, that's true. I mean, Hawaii's going to they they go from the east coast in Virginia to Hawaii and then stop kind of just down the road at their arch rival in between. That's a tough. Uh, I'll give them another loss there. I'm not. Okay. I think they're four and one. Okay. I got uh, three and two. Four and one. They get a bye week and then they're hosting on Wednesday night to Mike McIntyre and FIU. FIU did get them last year. They did get them last year. The score that game was 21 7. 7 in Las Cruces. They get them in Las Cruces again. Uh, nice scheduling there. Well, because they are independent and now they're in a conference. There you go. First um, of a, a month straight of uh, honest, weeknight games here. I got New Mexico State winning this. Yeah, if I'm giving them a loss against Hawaii, I'll give them a win against FIU. I got a five and one. All right. Should we, should, is this team going to play in the national championship? <laughs> Sam Houston State comes to town on Wednesday, October 11th. Sam Houston State, really good FCS team, jumping to the FBS. Kind of a mystery game for me. Kind of hard for me to understand who Although I like. Sam Houston took a step back last year. Uh, five and four at the FCS level. Who are you taking here? Uh, I'm taking uh, uh New Mexico State. I am too. That's what I'm saying. Like I think I would favor them. You got to pepper in a loss here. You think they're going to be six and one? Two. They're. Th- did you see they're the? Better they're than they're most six. Of these they won six of their final seven games. Yeah, I mean that's what the thing. They they started out tough. You know, for zero oh and four, but two of those games were against 
Yeah, Minnesota and Wisconsin on the road. Yeah. Uh they did you said six of the last seven they yeah. won? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if they and, and they're returning so much on offense and they're just hammer this over. Six and one is possible. I'm gonna say conservative. I I don't even know if I can say that's conservatively with a straight face, but five and two. Realistically, I think five and two. I mean, sure. Maybe they lose a the game, but I'm saying like I would favor them to win all the games except Liberty so far. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And get this, I would also favor them the very next week when they head to UTEP because UTEP got raided in the portal, and this was a very close game a year ago that I watched. I think New Mexico State's a lot better now. Was that twenty to thirteen loss yeah. in the Sun Bowl last year? It's Early on, again. that was one of those yeah. first four yeah, games it's of the Sun season. Sun Bowl game again, and I think they're better this year. What 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 was UTEP's record overall? Let me pull that up. They were uh, five and seven. Five and seven, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a tough one, but I'll give it to. This is the battle of I forty, right? This is the battle of I forty. You're right. This is uh, this is definitely Aggies, the Aggies game here, dude. I'm not trying to be ridiculous here, but do you think the fact that I'll give them a second loss somewhere between Sam Houston and UTEP? But I honestly think they should be favored in every game against Liberty. I'm going to flip it. I'm going to say that they lost last year in Las Cruces against UTEP, and now they got to go down the road to El Paso, loss. I got them five and three. I love that game. Battle of I forty on. Uh, I is it I forty or I ten? I think maybe I forty is uh, the <laughs> the. Uh, it's a great rivalry. The pull up the rivalry numbers on this. Uh, this game's great. It's a Wednesday night game, and I'm glad we have an awesome rivalry game at the great one of the greatest stadiums in college football. They should be playing the fucking playoff games at the Sun Bowl. Uh, this game's awesome, and I hope we get it on a Wednesday every single year or weeknight every single year. What's the What's the name this of the rivalry? Battle of I ten or the I Battle 40? of I ten? Wait, 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 wait. I am. Oh no, yes, it is. But they were originally. It is what I ten. New Mexico A and M and Texas State M and M was what they were originally called when this battle of rivalry started. Now it is obviously New Mexico State and uh, UTEP Battle of I ten. Yes. I know the uh, grid system is, uh, you know, numerical from I-10 at the bottom of the country, the southernmost part, and I-90 yeah. at the northernmost part. They're like so, forty minutes apart. This game, and they're awesome. like three minutes from the Mexican border, so it it has to be the I-10. That's our uh, mnemonic device or our whatever uh, way yeah. to remember it moving forward. Battle I-40, I think, is uh, South Florida versus Central Florida, or UCF, as it were, the okay. very Golden Knights. Okay, yeah. Patty C, like. We're at you got them at three losses, but I, I honestly think they're going to be favored in every game except the Liberty game. So you think realistically six and two? I'm just going to give them a second loss that we're not seeing, but yeah. like I, they could also they be, could seven be seven and, and one. one. Yeah, and then they and had, if they do to Liberty what they did to them last year, <laughs> eight no <laughs> would be what they are. And then they head to Ruston, Louisiana, at Sunny Cumbie year two, but they sucked last year. They do bring in Bachmeyer. That's a nice pickup, but they sucked last year. Oh boy, they were three and nine last year, and they finished the season uh, losing six of their last seven. But two of those were overtime losses, so I don't know. Yeah, I'm leaning New Mexico State. Seven is yeah. the schedule's genius. The win total is five and a half. They have thirteen games. Yeah, the, dude, this might be the biggest lock <laughs> of the entire like preview series here. Well, then you get this. Stockstill comes to Las Cruces, but Stockstill no more Chase Cunningham. To me, that the, they lost a lot. I know the defense returns a bunch for Middle Tennessee. Go listen to our, our Middle Tennessee preview with C.J. Sullivan. Uh, 
I mean, I, I think they're bet Like, I think it, because it's in New Mexico, I would favor. This is still like anyone's game to me. This is a new, this is a conference USA. We'll see how they fare. You know, middle Tennessee surprised me. I'll say this. I mean, but they're in, bringing in a brand new quarterback between middle Tennessee and Kentucky. I bet there's it's one and one. No, I have them losing at Western Kentucky. Yeah. We'll give them one and one there. Oh, and two is possible. Two and oh is possible. And then guess who they play on November 18th. Hugh Freeze couldn't beat them last year. Get- <laughs> Slightly more talent at his disposal now at Auburn, though. I'm giving this to Auburn. And then after, I mean, yeah, sure. I, they're going to be dogs. Uh, I, I think they will be dogs at Liberty, at Western Kentucky, and at Auburn, right? Mm-hmm. But then they're home to Jacksonville State, the Gamecocks, Rich yeah. Rod. But Rich Rod might be gone by then. That's the greatest time to catch him because of he West Virginia. Be gone. They wouldn't get hired somewhere before the end of if the season. If they fire Neil Brown in November, yes. And they just snatch him up right yes, before. Yes, uh, that happened. That happened last year. Who, who they, got? They hired a few coaches last year yeah, before yeah. the end of the season. Mm, I'm still going Jacksonville State, but yes, if Rich Rod's not there, that opens that door. And even uh, with him, I feel him there, very confident. With not like, a, dude, Jacksonville State last year played one. Uh, no, granted, they beat Florida State a couple years ago, but they're good. Jacksonville State is good, but, but they, I mean, I think New Mexico State's good. Yeah. Uh, Buddy, I I think New Mexico State is going to be favored against Jacksonville State. Rehealy, I don't. Uh, that doesn't seem uh, too big of a stretch. What do you got have their overall record at? I'm going to say eight. Yeah, eight and five is very. But dude, very, you that that you could also build me a case of like eleven. Yeah, yeah, eleven and two, ten and three is not out of the realm of possibilities. I think again. Uh, you have to consider history a little bit. Maybe they but completely overperform. Genius. Here's, they seem legit, though. Here's why this schedule is genius. You get Chadwell in his second ever game at Liberty. Yeah. And you have the advantage of playing a week zero game, so you're in your third game in year two, right? Yeah. The schedule is also genius because you play 13 games. The schedule is also genius because they get Auburn the week before the Iron Bowl. <laughs> Yeah. Right. Look ahead, Central. It, and you, they also get Jacksonville State in a spot where Rich Rodriguez could be gone. It is a very like, dude, the fucking road schedule is genius. Yeah, the fact that they have nine returning starters on offense and uh, a four-star quarterback transferring in from Texas A&M, uh, I would say, yeah, they, they're going to. This is a maybe the lock of the year. It seems like the lock the of the year. Uh, like, uh, like, build me a case. On how they don't hit six. Loss against Liberty. I think uh loss against New Mexico. Let's say a rivalry game. It gets crazy. Yeah. Let's just say Danny Gonzalez and New Mexico it works has out. owned this series traditionally. I hate to bring that up, but the all time series is thirty four and seventy three in New Mexico's favor. Sure. So. so let's say they lose that. Yeah. Uh okay, so what is that? One and two? No. Just give me oh, give me two. give oh, me oh, seven losses. Give me Hawaii yeah. gets better, three losses. Um, more than seven losses, right? Oh no, seven losses. No, seven losses are still in the over. Yeah, <laughs> you need eight losses. B- give me eight losses. Another here. loss to UTEP. <laughs> okay, so that's four. Uh, La Tech five. La Tech, I guess they're terrible though. <laughs> Middle Tennessee six. Western Kentucky seven and Auburn, Auburn eight. eight and Jacksonville State nine. I mean, worst case scenario <laughs> four and nine. <laughs> But that's if you lose Dude, it. Dude, this is a fucking lock. Yeah, this is super Give me lock. the over. Give me the over all day here. This could be one of these teams that you just go, where the hell did that come from? Yeah. You know. Yeah, definitely. Uh I love it. 
And I love those weekday games in the CUSA. Let's go. Look, before we get out of here, because we're both on the over, and I do think you're going to hear me mention this on the lock spot. I absolutely am going to yeah. mention this a yeah. lot. Uh, I want you folks to to know that I had the chance to sit down with one Michael Barker, aka College Football Campus Tour, talk about his experiences to Las Cruces. So, with no further ado, here is that interview. Joining me on the College Football Experience, New Mexico State Aggies 2023 season preview episode is none other than Michael Barker, aka CFB Campus Tour, which is a must follow on Twitter, folks. If you love college football, if you're passionate about college football, or you just like stadiums, because Michael does an unbelievable job. He goes to like, well, first, he's been to every single FBS stadium. Yes, 133 stadiums. Yes, he's been to them all, and a lot of them he's been countless times. Uh, but also, he's been to a lot of the FCS. D2, D3, NAIA, all that stuff. And he documents it all on his page. And I don't mean document it like, hey, he's got a beer, like you're like some random schmuck's Instagram account. No, I'm talking about he shows like the photo of the game, which is normally an awesome photo. And then also the history, the, it, where he's sitting. Is, is there a certain seat in the house that is different than the other one? Stuff like that. It is absolutely fantastic. And, uh, you know, it's just a, a, something that I strongly urge you to, to do. So hop on. To Twitter and follow Michael at CFB Campus Store. Michael, I appreciate you hopping on the show to talk a little bit about Aggie Memorial Stadium. Absolutely, appreciate you uh, with the introduction, and you know we like these schools in New Mexico, so uh, let's talk about Aggie Memorial. And I love the name Aggie Memorial Stadium. It just sounds good. It sounds classic. Sounds vintage. Uh, and Jerry Kill for year one takes him to a bowl. I'm very optimistic. I've always, I've always, you know, back to when the, you had the PlayStation game or the Sega Genesis game. Uh, I, I remember early stage I played with New Mexico state. They had the, they had the sweet logo with like the, the bandit looks like with the two firearms, just fantastic logo. Everything about them. I thought was cool. They're in like the desert of New Mexico. And, uh, and, and I've always liked them. I'll put it like that. I've always liked them. I, I like how they have a rivalry obviously with New Mexico, but also with UTEP. Uh, tell me about, uh, the history of Aggie Memorial. Yeah. So, um, opened in 1978, but they've played football on the same site since 1933. So 1933 to 1949, it was called Queensberry field in 1950. They built Memorial stadium. And then in 1978, they built new Aggie Memorial stadium. So, uh, played at the same site for 90 years. Uh, record crowd, 32, uh, 32,993 against UTEP in 1998. They called the UTEP, uh, New Mexico State, the Battle of I-10. They're only separated by about 50 miles on the, the I-10 interstate. Uh, another one up with elevation, 3,980, so almost 40,000 or 4,000 feet. And uh, it is similar in design to the Liberty Bowl with a curved undulating design where it's uh, kind of a bull shape, but it dips down on the side. So, um, you know, a little bit of an ode to the Liberty bowl, which I know uh, both of us really like. Yeah, for sure. And, and I can tell you also what I like, and I want to hear about your experiences, but the fact they're joining the conference USA. Now I'm not some conference USA guy that just loves conference USA, but UTEP resides in that conference. And the fact that this rivalry, I know they were playing in the non-con every year. So it's not like they weren't playing, but I like it. The stakes are better when you're in the same conference. So one of those games can dictate you winning the, the perhaps the conference USA. And then the fact that, uh, that this rivalry will be on nationally te te television this year. I feel like a lot of people don't know that UTEP 
at New Mexico State. This will be their hundred. They've been playing for 104 years. So uh, love the the history of that game, and I love that that I see this year's schedule nationally televised, so people can maybe get educated on on a on a, on a great rivalry that a lot of people don't know about. Um, how many times have you been there? And I'm curious your thoughts on on the new CUSA alignment. Yeah. So, you know, unless you're Notre Dame being an FBS independent, it's kind of purgatory. I mean, you don't have much to play for. And, you know, you mentioned the the long history of the battle of I-10 uh, this year, the game is at the sun bowl. It's a uh, Wednesday or it's a Wednesday game. It's October 18th and it's the hundredth meeting. So um, it, it's exciting to have them there. They have something to play for. The one game that I have been to at, um, at Aggie Memorial was uh, the 2021, it was a week zero versus UTEP. That place was sold out. And, uh, you know, UTEP won. They dominated the game 30 to three. But from what I thought it was going to be to what it was as far as the crowd and the game experience, they cared a lot about the income, uh, the outcome with, you know, 50 miles separating two teams to get bragging rights for a year. So it's very cool to be able to, to have that conference rivalry going. And then just a little personal story. Uh, you know, there's times where I visit stadiums and, and I want to, you know, do, I, I take photos with the statues. And at the time they, uh, they had a victory bell in the end zone. And you mentioned the bandit, it's officially called pistol Pete. And, uh, there's been a lawsuit, Oklahoma state and, and, uh, New Mexico state, uh, they fought over it. And the deal is that, uh, New Mexico state pays, I believe 10 cents a year to use the likeness and they were able to share it. But I went there and the field was locked and I asked somebody in the office if I could take a photo with the victory bell and they not only allowed me to do it, but they brought the retired pistol Pete head out there and put it next to the victory bell. Got a photo with that. I got a photo with the pistol Pete uh, head on my, um, on, on me with the pistols uh, on each side. So, you know, showing up there and trying to explain yourself, like you're some guy to go to stadium and have them, you know, process that story and then give you first-class treatment. It was great. So, uh, you know, whether you're going to Las Cruces for a game or you're going there just as a visit, uh, I've had nothing but great experiences. Yeah. I got to get out there for a game. And like, I, I don't think it's that far from the white sands too. You got all that beauty that New Mexico underrated, beautiful state. Uh, and I really am excited about what Jerry kill is bringing into this program. Cause I think this program could be a lot, you know, could, could really be good. And I think Jerry kills making them good, making a bowl game in year one, uh, winning a bowl game, actually beating Bowling green. Uh, I look forward to see what they can do in the future. And maybe I'll catch you at a game. And so at some point there, Michael, uh, Las Cruces, so you, you don't got to twist my arm twice. Yeah. And now that they're in the CUSA and there's all these weeknight games, we got way more opportunities. So let's make it happen. Let's go folks. Uh, everyone go follow Michael on Twitter at CFB campus tour. Like I said, it is a must follow and Michael, I appreciate you hopping on the show and look forward to, uh, to, to seeing you out there at some point. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. Colby. Yeah. Michael Parker, Patty. See, I'm down to go to Las Cruces. I might, I might go live in New Mexico at some point. You know? Yeah, no, this stadium is super cool. It's unique in the sense that, you know, the, the first level is a bowl. You know, and then on top of that, like it's one of these stadiums that sinks down. Yeah, you know, which which which, which we like. We we gotta love that. The and the first level is bowl, and like you said, the second level is more like the Liberty Bowl, where it's coming out of the ground a little bit. Like the the entire first I, bowl. I like it when it dips too, so you get a little bit. You can see you get the sight lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's a beautiful stadium. Yeah, definitely, folks. 
We love us some over on the New Mexico State Aggies and Jerry Kill. They're must watch TV for me each week. I can't wait for the fucking season. I'm ready to go. I'll, 30, I'll, I'll do a 32 belly option split right now. Wait, they got a little grass hill on this thing too. And oh, they got a terrace on the That's other side. Saying it. You got to have a grassy knoll. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, you yeah. got to. Uh, the stadium is awesome. I, I do like it. Now, it's not a, that when they go play the Sun Bowl. At the UTEP at the Sun Bowl, that's two great stadiums. That is within forty-five minutes of each other, yeah. folks. You got to go. You got to check it out this year, week zero. You're gonna get a chance to watch. That's another thing. Before we get out of here, how do you see? Yeah. Here's what I love. You get the week zero matchup against UMass nationally televised, so you get a little dosage there. Yeah. You might say, oh, well, then you're you're on these Saturday games, all right? But look, if you got a nice TV setup. You'll get that midnight game at Hawaii standalone. No other game on TV. Boom. No other football game on TV. Eleven fifty nine Eastern. And then you get four straight weekday games. What do you think the odds are for them to get to the to the to the championship, Petty? See, I know we're going to talk about it. we have a USA championship. Yeah, I think they could. I think yeah, I think could. it's very, very possible. Yeah, uh, go listen to our conference USA preview that we're we're you know little that, scared will, about the defense. Out. Yeah, little scared sure. about the defense, but they're fantastic last year. So if they can maintain that and the offense comes along, look out. Let's go, folks. Uh, look out for us, and because uh, we're breaking down all 133 college football teams. So subscribe to the College Football Experience wherever podcasts can be found. We haven't gotten any five many five star reviews. We've gotten some, but. What are you doing, folks? Please hop on over. Not in a while. We were giving you hitting for a while. Yeah, we're giving you 133 team previews. All right. Yeah. I don't understand it. It's five star season, baby. It is five star season. All right. We're giving out locks like this. Uh, So do that. Also, uh, check out the FCS College Football Experience, which I host as well, and the College Basketball Experience. New Mexico State. I know you shut down the season because a little uh, little murder situation, but uh, don't worry. All right. (laughs) You bounce back. That's been a rich fucking program, Patty Z, in Las Cruces over the years. Yeah, All right, Las Cruces. I has... was on New Mexico State to upset UConn two years ago, and they did. All right, they did. Wow. So uh, when the college basketball season tips, I'll be here every single night of the season, like I am every year, talking hoops. So uh, subscribe to the college basketball experience. Uh, we also host the college baseball experience, and there's this new thing called the Big Twelve experience. You should check out too. All of that is under the roof on our YouTube channel. So those are all separate podcasts. Subscribe to each one if you if you if that's your thing. But on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience, subscribe over there. Check out the sports gambling podcast. We're gonna have Phil Steele on the show this week, or actually by the time you're listening to this, it'll be out. And uh yeah, check out that. Uh, get the SGPN app. It's free to download in the App Store and Google Play Store. And uh yeah, uh Discord. Those, all those weekday games, come on. You're gonna want to talk to somebody. Be sitting there in an airport, sitting there in an office, whatever. All right, sportsgatheringpodcast.com slash Discord, because we'll be sitting there talking about these games. Chopping right? it up. Chopping it up and Jerry Kill, baby. I can't wait, Patty. See, I'm ready for the season. Give me that UMass game right now. That's a nationally televised ESPN. The Roswell Bowl. They got great coverage. All right. <laughs> That's a pull for you. I'm Folks, sure they do. <laughs> this is the college football experience, the Mexico State Aggie style. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here. Run and shoot.